Welcome to the Mums Edit Podcast. Hello everyone. Good morning. Good morning, good evening. Sometimes I get anxiety when we say like good morning or good evening or good afternoon because I feel like it's limiting. Like yeah, if when I was listening, listening I'd be like, this isn't live. I feel claustrophobic. Sorry, I yeah. can't actually concentrate on what you're saying because you've got something on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Where? It's blue. Like your skin is flawless, oh. then you've got this blue. Oh, it's from I'm drinking a coffee and on the top of the coffee <laughs> it's written in blue. Oh, my God. Very oh funny. Anyway, God. sorry about that to bring you down. You? Let's look at your face. Where do I start? <laughs> yeah, the pimples at the moment. No, you look good. Yeah, Gorgeous. No, I'm kidding. How is everyone? Yeah, good. I actually got out on the weekend, which was nice. I feel like you I haven't socialised in so long. Yeah, you know when you're just feels like – getting the baby bag ready, just feels like so much effort. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you know what? I should probably just get out of the house and see my friends. And I took Rosie with me because she's at like a nice age now where, yeah. you know, she can sit. She thought it was so fun just hanging out like with my friends. She's, mm. We went to the toilet and she's like, mummy, I really like these girls. Like, <gasps> I love their outfits. So I was like, oh, God. Could you imagine so Albie and Sunny? No, I'm just like <laughs> sitting here thinking that isn't a, like – we, no. We've gone to that exact same um, winery that you went to with yeah. Abby and we had to leave because he was running onto the road. Like, yeah. it is, everyone yeah. would be like, it's super kid-friendly. I'm like, not really. Like, the gates, not yeah. so much the kid. car park and the road. Yeah. Like, it was honestly mayhem when we took Abby. Yeah. And we yeah. tried to take him a second time and my mum had to come get him. Like, yes. but yeah. very cool having a girl and allowing that to happen. Mm. Yeah. Well, mum actually did have to come and get her at one point because um, oh, well, Nate came. Um, At least she enjoyed it she, and liked yeah. her friends. But mm. she got so hangry. Like it took so long for the food to come out. I packed snacks. I was like, do you know what? I'm not being an idiot. I'm packing snacks. Mm-hmm. They're my go-to. She ate all the snacks and then wanted mm. pizza and the chips. And I was like, they're coming. We just have to wait. And it took so long. And I was like, this could go very downhill. I forgot her dummy and her comforter, Minnie Mouse. Rookie Mum era. fail. Mm. But anyway, Poor it was girl. lovely. How was everyone's weekend? Yeah, we got out too, didn't we? Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys yeah. went to the footy. Went to the footy. It was super fun. Did yeah. Um, I'm really glad that I did that because Ryan's away and the boys were at Tom's and I'm like, I'm just going to sit and watch Netflix otherwise and probably feel a bit like sad. make you get out, don't yeah. I? Yeah, which is good. I needed the push. Mm. I needed the push. So, no, it was nice. The we went out for lunch. lunch. Yeah. yeah, where'd you go? Polk. Oh, Polk. Delicious. Yeah. Asian brother. food? Yeah. yeah, Asian food. Mm. Yeah, it was nice. Really nice weekend. I was reading an article just before on Instagram and I feel like I need to bring this up for discussion. Um, there was a discussion in Parliament because a child, a year eight student, is identifying as a cat yes. in school. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean he's identifying no, himself? It. She, sorry, it. I don't know why now. I thought it was a boy. They. Whoa. The cat. So I just, I'm all for like, you know, being who you want to be. Yeah. I think there's a line and I think it ends before the cat. Yes. <laughs> do I we know. agree on that? That is full on. I do because like I think like how is that socially acceptable for the child? Like that would bring a lot of issues I feel. Like but, social issues. But then they're not a cat. No, well, they're that's right. human. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So is that the child has made that decision that they want to be identified as a cat? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. When you say it out loud, it actually doesn't seem realistic. No. no. 
I know. So, And as a parent, I'm just feeling like you discuss this before it gets to the point at school where you're letting them identify as a cat. Mm-hmm. It's different to identifying as a, a he, she, they, them, yeah. I personally yeah, yeah. feel. Yes. Because meow, that's human like regardless. <laughs> yeah. I now, can't see. Speaking of the cat, there was actually, I'm not sure if you remember, Steph, at our primary school, a girl would get up and um, she would say a prayer at church and she would go meow <laughs> before she started. And she would I meow every all the time. time. All the time she would meow. Everyone would have been allowed a cat to girl, like, identify as a cat. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I feel like that. Meowing's <laughs> fun. It is. No wonder the kid wow. wants to be a cat. Yes. <laughs> don't blame him. It's like, what? meow. Cat. Cat. Don't blame cat. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. It just, anyway, so this senator has slammed it in parliament. And I don't often agree with too much that I see around parliament on Instagram, but I'm like, fair. Yeah. That is fair. I just think there's, like you said, the line needs to stop before the cat. Yeah. Or any animal. Yeah. Speaking of news we thought this might be a funny episode because this week so many articles have popped up in the news relating to motherhood and parenting and things like that that I just had to get everyone's opinion on. So a mother sparked outrage after revealing that her 27 year old son has asked to move back home during the week to get a proper night's sleep away from his (laughs) newborn baby. The anonymous woman from the UK said that she doesn't want to be unsupportive. Her post angered many, with some people saying they felt sorry for this poor girlfriend, calling him unsupportive for leaving her at the top. Explaining the situation, the woman wrote, My son, 27, and his girlfriend recently had a baby. As you'd expect, they are being woken up during the night. My son has asked if he can move back into the home Monday to Friday so he can get a proper... (laughs) Just ridiculous. Move back into the home Monday to Friday so he can get proper night's sleep so he can concentrate on going to work and doing his job effectively. My husband thinks the idea is outrageous and he should just get on with it, but I feel confused as to why he's even asking. Surely other new parents don't do this. I get sleep deprivation is hard, but I am not entirely happy with this idea. What does everyone think? Firstly, I want to know what you guys think. Red flag. (laughs) Yeah. If the thought was even entertained. Leave him. Goodbye forever. Like, because another thing that I think of is she's doing everything. She's doing both. So she's being the mum and the dad. So why does he get to have the title of dad when he doesn't want to even be there Monday to Friday? Yes, correct. Someone wrote, your husband is right. How would you felt if he'd left you five days a week when your son was a newborn baby? Have a word with your son and tell him to grow the fuck up. Yes, the mum. That's the other issue. Mm. As a mother, if Harry came to me and was like, mum, Mummy, I need, obviously this is what this guy's like, I need to have a good night's sleep during the week because I'm not dealing with you parenthood. You should have thought about well, that before correct. putting your willy in a Correct. Wear a dinger, mate, next yeah. time <gasps> if you don't want to commit to being yeah. a father. Correct. I read today in the first year of parenthood a mother loses 44 days of sleep, like nights of sleep in total. Fucking hell. And you're insane. telling me he needs Monday to Friday off. That That's actually, just like... Makes me feel I'm all so for, like, angry. getting up in the night if, you know, when I was with Tom, like, I was happy to get up in the night because I knew he had to get up for work, even yeah. though I was getting up for work in a different yes. way. But, like, you know, he had to go deal with people and stuff like that. I'm all for that. But to actually leave, leave the house. If I needed support, obviously he would have been there. But mm. in this case, mm. he was like, no, nah, don't want to borrow it at all. Yes. Like, what? 
And then the original poster, so this guy's mum said, I agree, he should be sharing the workload, but his argument is when he gets back from work, he does everything for the baby and takes over, including feeding it a bottle, cleaning the feeding bottles. Feeding it a bottle. And cooking dinner. Well done. Like, doesn't need to be praised. But that's because the mum's been doing that all day and that's it's giving right. her a minute to have a shower or, for God's sake, have a rest five minutes for herself. And how dare and she? So what, she's just meant to do it every night for five days a week while he, what, goes and gets dinner made by his mum? Yeah. And like you said, Ren, when you've got a new baby and you're a stay-at-home mum, it is work. Mm. It's not a holiday. No. It's not just kick your feet up and relax. Coffee dates and play dates. You know what I mean? There's a bit of that, but like the hardest part. I hardly did that. Neither. It was too hard to get out the house. Guys, Nate just wants to say his two pieces as a male go. Hey, guys. I can't believe this time's finally come. Welcome, Um, Nate. But I just want to say, working from home, I've um, experienced firsthand the job and the amazing job that all you mothers do, and I would happily go... He's actually not this nice. Yes, he is, and that is always this nice. I I would happily go to work every day, not saying that I want to be away from my kids, but purely because of how hard it is at home, and I just can't believe people in this day and age actually think like that, and... Agree. Males come home from work and work's hard, but you can just leave it at home. Mm. Pull your heads in, guys. Yeah. Be a good husband, be a good dad. Or leave them. Correct. (laughs) So another interesting article. Get a load of this. A former stripper who's had 21 surrogate babies with her millionaire husband before she was arrested. I was just about to say, how is she affording this? Yeah. Yeah. Before he was arrested of money laundering was revealed she struggles to focus on joyous things as she still hopes for his return from prison. Well, that's mm. kind of how would you enjoy? I don't I'm know. so confused. Yes. She has 21 kids. Like I like our, we come from a big family. Nana and Pa had one of nine, but 21? 21 like, children. 21. I feel sad that maybe the kids don't feel loved because they've got 20 siblings. They don't get any time. One on maybe. one. I can't do one on one with two. No. Like, how would they stretch and the love? How do you remember their names? That's a full classroom. I know. Yes. <laughs> it is and a do full classroom. Do you do every morning? Yeah. Oh, well, she probably has nannies, I guess. Like, yeah. one nanny. But per does four she? Kids. Well, Can we get her on the show? No. <laughs> Honestly. All right, so um, Christina spent more than 168000 Is that pound? Yeah, so euros. Wow. So, oh, euros. So that's double in Australia. So Whoa. what, like On surrogates between March 2020 and July 2021 and spends more than 90000 euro a year oh, on 16 live-in nannies. Sixteen living nannies. That's almost like one per ratio. What's the age difference between the kids? Do we know? So she just said then the first was born in twenty twenty. But no, but hang on, get this: the couple married and set out to have a hundred and (laughs) five surrogate babies together. They they are planning to have a hundred and five babies. That's red flag, honestly, for the mental. That's not well, like why. if you're living in a village of like, well, even so, how would it work? But why? What's the urge for the hundred and five kids? Like, I get <laughs> the being, five after the hundred and five. Let's not have a hundred, but let's have a hundred and five. Is how it to be insta? Like, what's 
I'm not saying she you can't love just... having kids that much to have 105, but and just being a stripper would probably get her insta famous if she really wanted. Yeah, she doesn't that's need right. to have 105 babies. Yeah, All right, read on. Um, these plans were put on hold after her husband was arrested on charge of money laundering in May. What does laundering mean? Um, I think like hiding money oh, from right. a business. Yeah, like through another business or through another. Right. Christina says it's hard to talk about some household things or joys when all her thoughts are far away and busy just waiting for my husband to come home to us. I'm sure that that day will come soon. But in the meantime, I just want to say thank you so much for all your support and kind words. Does she have Instagram? I don't know, but I'd love to to follow. I I need to see what's going on. After her husband's arrest, Christina admitted she struggled to explain what had happened to her eldest daughter. What about the rest of them? Well, I don't think they can talk because they're all so young. <laughs> they were born two years ago. They're two. How would she look after them? Two. 21 kids under two. How would she look after them all? And then, really sad. They probably think they're allocated nannies and their mum. Yeah. So she actually lives, reportedly lives in a three-storey mansion. Previously she said that this, her husband to be a opted, yeah, to use surrogate mothers because they wanted to have as many children as quickly as possible. There has to be a law. Like that is, you're not allowed more than two dogs in South Australia. I know. Let alone 20. Are you? No. Wow. Let alone 21 kids. Yeah, exactly. And going to 105, like very eventually. Sick. Oh, my God. Their first child was born on March 10, 2020, while their most recent addition and 21st child together is just three months old. I can tell you one thing. My days are never boring. Each day is different from planning staff schedules to shopping for my family. (laughs) Christina told Fabulous in Happier Times, spent 4,000 euro a week on essentials for the babies, including 20 large bags of nappies, 23 packs of baby formula, shares updates about her hectic life on Instagram. Okay, we need to find her. I'm not coping. No. She has 200... And 24,000 followers. Her snap captures busy meal times, the mother playing with children and the babies being taken out for walks in groups of double prams. <laughs> just reminded me of Madeline. Yeah. When they're all walking in the lines in pairs. That's what it would be if like going to the park. You saw her on the street, you'd be like, oh, cool, childcare yeah. outing. But it's actually just her house. It's her household. I think someone needs to get in touch, in touch with the legal System. System. The couple's nanny work rolling a schedule for four days on, two days off, and all live in with the bedrooms near the youngsters and their oh, and their own kitchen. I thought I said own children. I was like, that's just oh next level. <laughs> One fan questioned if the mother was able to spend quality time, what mm. we were saying before. To which she replied, many times I have been asked how I am enough for each child, whether I devote time alone to each. Well, she didn't say. And I can't. The answer is no. I can't. Yeah. The mother of 22 previously revealed she and her husband have discussed having over 100 children, saying, I don't know how many they'll eventually be, but certainly don't plan to stop at 21. No. Someone needs to I'm honestly baffled. touch base with the legal system in Russia <laughs> and flag this because I'm literally concerned for the kids. Me too. Look, the nannies are there and I'm sure they do a wonderful job, yeah, but, but they will the they would be like, yeah. The brain like they don't have a connection, a stable connection no, with their mum. Right. They have rotating nannies that they think them. That's so true. Another article that popped up this week was consent parenting. 
mothers reveal rules they have when the babies are born. So a mother has sparked a debate on the issue of consent parenting after revealing that she doesn't want people other than her husband and herself to change her son's nappy. The mother explained that this was to protect her six-month-old baby's privacy and was furious when her mother-in-law, the child's grandmother, changed their nappy when he was crying. Consent parenting is an approach that aims to teach infants, toddlers and children about body safety, boundaries and consent, claiming that it educates children and preventing abuse. But some parents have taken to social media to explain how they have started asking their infant babies permission before giving them kisses, cuddles, a hug, changing their nappies, changing their clothes, giving them a bath, etc. However, critics are claiming that parents are teaching the lessons too early and that it is their right and parental responsibility as a parent to make decisions about their child's body in order to keep the child safe and healthy. Mm. I think for me personally, it's a little too young. Like I yeah. want mm. the help actually. Yes. And it also teaches them that you do have a smaller network to trust. Like you'd hate for them yeah. to feel like they can't trust their nana or their grandma. Mm. And I think that's what it shows. Like they can only trust their parents. It might almost have a reverse effect. Yeah, like too like too anxious. Yeah. Like give put anxiety into the child. And then, yeah, yeah, not sure. Mm. It's a tough one. I, I definitely think that. I like, agree with some of the concept. Yeah, especially like the affection side of things. Like I don't think people should like, should force like a cuddle or a kiss even onto a family member if they no. don't want to. Like no, no. I'm big on that. But the nappy changing and stuff when they're that young, like you said, Lil, like a, a smaller unit, I think, yeah, they need to feel safe around mm. because otherwise they're just going to be anxious kids. Yeah. Someone wrote, if you don't trust grandparents to change a baby's nappies, then they shouldn't be seeing the baby. If you yeah. do, then there's no issue. Do you ask your own children for permission before giving them a hug or a kiss? No. Yeah, that's what this lady does. Oh, no. God, no. Well, I'm like, really annoying. Yeah, do you mind if I kiss you? <laughs> I'm really or annoying. can I give you yeah, a hug? I smash yeah. their heads off. But look, if they say stop, I stop, oh, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Because it's natural, like, yeah. as a mother. Maybe, like, tell him. I'm like, Abby, give me a kiss. Yum, yum, yum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You tell him though. Yeah, I tell him I'm kissing him, but that's yeah. just because I want to talk to him. Yeah, not because I want his approval. I just, yeah, I don't know. Um, There's a fine line. I feel. Yeah, yeah. I think they might have some childhood trauma themselves. Yeah, that's true. Last year, a post went viral of a mum who claims that she asked her baby for consent before changing their nappy, and I... if the baby says no, then she leaves it. I'm what, to get nappy rash? Until feel ready because it's their body. Until their they're going to get burnt from poo yes. or wee in and their nappy. And that's the thing. At what point is it like it's it's changing their nappy for I their own benefit? To tell, so they do this at childcare. It's like they tell the kids, like, we're going to change your nappy now. So they're educated on what's happening. But you don't ask permission. Like, yeah. of course they, they don't, don't want to get their nappy. Yeah. And if they do, they don't want their nappy no. changed. They don't happily walk around with shit in their pants. Agree. And get nappy rash. Yeah, that's just And silly. I hear about it. Yeah. So this other article actually came up last night when I had insomnia. It's 12am and I read it and I was shook it so I have to share. So the title is Twin Sisters Reveal Their Sons Are Genetic Brothers and Cousins. <laughs> so I'm very confused. As was I. Identical twin sisters who married identical twin brothers and fell pregnant at the same time have revealed their sons are not only cousins but actually genetically brothers. 
Brianna and Brittany from Virginia in America and twins Josh and Jeremy are parents to Jax and Jet, who are just three months apart in age. They are classified as quaternary twins, so cousins and genetic brothers as they share the same DNA. That is so weird. Like I'm still on that. The twin that they're married. married twin brother. Since welcoming their new additions, the foursome – have admitted privacy is becoming an issue in their shared home, but they intend to... Oh, they all live together? So Another red all, flag. They all live together. So Jeremy told Entertainment Tonight, I feel like I'm Jet's parent and I think Josh feels the same way about my son Jax. We are raising the kids together in one home and we feel like one big family unit. Brittany and Brianna met Josh and Jeremy at a festival for twins, which I think is a red <laughs> flag as well. <gasps> Why are you going to a festival for twins? <laughs> and that's also discrimination for us. Yeah. We're not allowed we're to, not go, allowed to, the to go to the fun festival, the music and all the fun activities because we don't have a twin. Yeah, discrimination, yeah. 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 So they revealed that they all share a bank account as mm. well. Oh. So they met at the festival and following a whirlwind romance, both men proposed six months later with matching identical no. rings. No. They this did. is not okay. This is ancestral. Yep. Yes, Before meeting the, the sisters, Jeremy said he and his twin brother Josh had made a pact that they would only ever marry and fall in love with another set of twins. The sisters were lucky enough to find a set of <laughs> identical twins who are also happy to dress identically as they do. They no. frequently pose for photos with both sets of twins in identical outfits. Not on. You know, I feel like the kids are going to suffer because of yes. this. And it's not fair. Well, they'll it's- probably be the same. Well, that's sad. And they'll pretend that they're twins. Oh, and yeah. I always think of like really crazy situations and I'm like, that would never happen. This just proves that yeah. it crazy does. situations. <laughs> but I think do happen. Like this isn't normal. No. Like, all they do is identify. It's like it's taken over their whole life. Like we have to have identical matching rings, have to get married at the Imagine same time. Imagine the stress of it. Yeah. And Trying to be no, identical to someone all the time. No, do you not know just what in looks. Is probably stressful for them. The idea of not being identical well, all the time. And when you're checking out, do they just buy like two of everything? I love this top. Better buy Brianna. Yeah. 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 Needs a t shirt. Yeah. So they're biologically, like the kids, they're biologically, was it brothers or sisters? Brothers. The, the they're kids? biologically brothers. Because, because they have the exact yeah, same so DNA. So identical twin women share the same DNA. DNA, 100% or something. Like even their eggs and sperm are the same. So does that mean my nieces who are identical t- t- tins, twins, <laughs> they share the same DNA? Yes, 100%. It's weird because like even um, when one of them's upset, the other one like feels it, like gets upset. So they have like a twin connection. Oh, I live for twin connection stories. Do you know how cool. like when one's in labour, the other knows yeah. like, oh, they're in labour. See, that's cool. Yeah. This story, not, not cool. cool. No. <laughs> red right. flag. Major red flag. And this one also popped up last night when I had insomnia. A man has cut off his manhood while dreaming about chopping meat for his family. He suffered the horrific self-inflicted injury, dozing in off in a dreams. chair. Dreaming about chopping meat. And he chopped off his penis. In his sleep, he chopped off his doodle with a knife. I just don't believe that. He's used it as a cover-up because he's done some weird fantasy. Like you don't just dream of cutting meat, then have a butcher's knife in your hand, then get your willy and put it on a table and chop it out in your dreams. (laughs) Well, 
shit happens in your dream. Nah. That's scary. Apparently they're saying that it's a form of parasomnia where you do things in your sleep, like sleep talking and walking, but you have no memory of, of doing it. That's a bit <gasps> scary. It's almost like it's a bit inner coming out. Yeah. My friend is a doctor and worked in emergency. I feel like somehow this is related because I mm. think he's faking it. And the most common thing that he used to see was people coming in with things stuck up their bum. What, because of the pleasure of it? Yeah. And in COVID, there was a spike in people sticking things up their bum. Why? Because they were and, bored. Yeah, and he said um, one day he was working in emergency and this guy came in and he said he's just like you and me, like just an average guy. And what, an like average a guy, guy, an accountant, um, a book weight, stuck up his bum. <laughs> then my friend that's a paramedic the other day uh, messaged his girlfriend saying, hope you're having a good day. I'm at blah, blah, a house, and they've had something stuck up their bum for four days. Oh, my dear God. Is it a pleasurable thing for them? Well, yeah. Well, like, it must be. Why don't they just get a dildo or something from the section? Probably with thrill of it. The last article, which this makes me feel so mad because this guy's a pig. So this cafe owner has come up with a rule with his staff. Oh, I already know. I'm angry too. Yeah. <laughs> So if the female workers have their period, they have to wear a red sticker on their shirt so that everyone in the staff mm. no. needs to know so that they don't piss them off. Disgusting. <laughs> Look, it would be bad if a woman did that as a boss, but a man? I know. Like, how dare you? And, like, it's a natural process. The reason that you're here is because of a period. Correct. And a cycle. And now you're making people wear a red sticker saying I've got my period. Yeah. And he said he wants his female staff to wear red stickers to identify their time a month so his managers and customers know to give them extra space while they are emotionally volatile. <gasps> volatile? You want to see volatile? You, yeah, We've got to fucking go and rampage out the front. I'm keen if you are. And also he used the words tread carefully. Oh. Can he stop pretending he's a hero? Like, I've come up with this genius idea to, like, be so cool to my managers and customers and, like, Like, do you think you're going to get a medal for that? No. All you're going to lose is business. I mean, if anything, in Spain they've just started menstrual days off. Maybe he could do that. Yeah, that would be nice. Staff a paid day off. Yeah, that would be the kind of space they need. I'm feeling like that was a super smart episode with all our news references today. So (laughs) don't add us for reading the news. (laughs) Probably, yeah. (laughs) All very loose, loose news and facts. Yeah. As always. Thank you for joining us. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Bye.